join the conversation. Welcome back to The Daily Drum on WHUR, Sirius XM, Channel 141, WHUT-TV, 96.3 HD2 and 98.3 FM. This is the Inside Segment. I'm Harold Fisher. Are you ready for the perfect Thanksgiving celebration? Turkey with all the trimmings, dressing, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, candied yams, sweet potato pie, greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, all of that stuff. And, of course, reconnecting with family. But watch out, there could be speed bumps and potholes on the way to the Thanksgiving table. How do you make sure it all goes according to plan? Well, joining me to help you make sure all goes smoothly are Tanisha Watson, Chief Excitement Officer at Plan to a T, Chef Arthur Green, and Bashe Williams, licensed psychotherapist and author. Lines are open right now. Give us a call at 202. 202- 319-7810-202-319-7810. You certainly can X me at HFisherWHUR or find me on Instagram at Harold T. Fisher. Thank you all for coming in. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Lots to talk about. We're going to get to the food in just a minute. And we're going to talk about preparations. But first, Bashay, we have got to make sure that... I- that we have peace of mind right? before right. because your cousins, <laughs> the ones that look like you and me, that uncle that you've never liked, that aunt who's just a little too loud, mm-hmm. all kinds of drama going on. Um, what do you think should not be allowed for discussion at the Thanksgiving table? Whatever you're not comfortable talking about. Mm. So I think we have to have conversations prior to getting to the table. And I think setting boundaries with the people who tend to cross our boundaries, tend to harm us. Right. We get reminded of our childhood traumas and different things that maybe a parent thought that was a good experience, but the child didn't. So as we get older, we find our voices and we can talk about, hey, when we get to dinner, let's not talk about this. Don't bring this up. Don't talk about who I'm with. Don't talk about where's my other child. Don't talk about all the different things that disrupt what I'm expecting to have an experience of fun, love, disconnection, reconnection with family members that I want to connect with. Mm, But sometimes that's really hard because these are the folks that you may only see once a year and there are things that may be you know problematic you may want to ask the the big question of your mother that you have been wanting to ask is this my real daddy mm. <laughs> you know you <laughs> if you if you're prepared to have that conversation in front of everyone then you've already done a lot of work you've been you've been sitting on that question for a long time mm-hmm. so thinking about having that in front of everybody when dad is there when sister is there brother sibling cousin uncle everybody and you open up that can of worms are you really prepared to have that conversation at the dinner table? Mm, yeah, maybe not because, you know, <laughs> you, the, the mashed potatoes could go flying. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, but, you know, what about those family members who just don't don't get along? And, and oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I just saw out of the corner of my eye, Tanisha, do you have a story that you need to share about family members who don't get along? No, not necessarily, but I, I, I <laughs> she, stay in she my lane. Yeah. She said cautiously. 
<laughs> I stay in my lane. Don't those flowers look pretty? Let's just keep everything looking nice, decorated, and all the beautiful things for the Thanksgiving dinner. So I think um, staying in that space for me, playing the games, starting the games, keeping everything fun, because I'm the chief excitement officer. So, hey, y'all, hey, I just want to upbeat time, and let's just enjoy family. But I also want it to look good. Yeah, how, Is that a good idea, just to kind of keep things upbeat? We always have somebody in the family that does that, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that tries to mitigate or, med- you know, get in the middle of the conflict, right, and say, hey, let's just calm down. There's always somebody in the family who does that. And that's a, that's a tall task to take on, uh, the responsibility of keeping everybody calm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have the bandwidth to do that. And I don't know if, that w- if I need to have that responsibility, even as I'm coming in as a therapist, right? I'm not going to be the therapist in my family. Right. I know how to set boundaries where I don't get involved with conflict on a day where, again, when I want to enjoy food. So if I'm bringing the like I got charged with bringing the games and the music. So I might turn the music up a little bit when I hear somebody (laughs) talking too loud or something like that. That might be an answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I think that I think you make a wonderful point in that you, you came to enjoy family, friends and the gathering, but you didn't come to work. Right. Exactly. I want to drill down a little bit more on some of these things, too. But um, speaking of work, because probably and we're going to get to the preparing of the event. But let's 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 be really, really honest. You know, Chef Green, if you there are some things right now that if you've not prepared them, you really need to get on it. I'm, I'm assuming that if the turkey is still frozen, that, that, well, we get Tanisha, but she's having the ball. <laughs> so, okay, so, so here, here we are. It is a little after seven o'clock, and you've got a 20 pound turkey that is due to be on the table at five o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. What should you do right now with that frozen turkey? Probably get it under cold running water as fast as possible. But me personally, I'd probably throw that thing in the oven. Really? What are you? A frozen yeah, turkey in the oven? Yeah, it's slow, slow and slow. It's uh, it's about forty-five minutes a pound when it's frozen, something like that, like thirty-five minutes. And so that thirty-five minutes that it takes to cook that pound of turkey, if you do the math, twenty-pound turkey, you should have that thing out in about seven or eight hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start off slow. Don't don't go to bust it like it's, it's uh, gonna go straight in three fifty. No, you wanna put it in about two twenty. Like basically like you're smoking it on a grill. Mm-hmm. Because that's gonna power start that turkey. Wow. I you know, I I've never heard that before. But then again, I I've never had to worry about a a, a turkey that, that's frozen solid like a rock. Uh, you know, less than 24 hours ahead of time. So give give me kind of the rundown. Let us say that it is already thawed out. What what are the, the ABCs of where preparation should be right now for turkey and some of the other uh, critical sides, whether it's mac and cheese, whether it's sweet potatoes and the like? Because the rea- I think the reality is that a lot of people really struggle with is that you don't want whoever's cooking in your family to be so tired that they end up needing to spend time with Bechet later on this week because they're tired and mad. 
<laughs> it sounds it sounds like he's had that experience. So what what are the ABCs right now of what of what you, what we should be doing right now as far as the food? Well, as far as food, um, what I would say is I would want to make sure that if it comes down to mac and cheese and you're doing the cheese sauce or your noodles, I would I would personally have that already prepped. I would want to go in and make it a fresh product in the morning because I know that that's only going to take an hour. So I would probably tonight, right now, 7 o'clock, I would get up, make a cheese sauce, cook my noodles off, get them cooled and chopped, put them back in the refrigerator so that I could use them tomorrow. Mm. Uh, yes, I would really do that because it's going to speed up that process. Everybody want to wait to that oh, I got two hours, I know we're going to do this at four, and it's only going to take me three hours to do this. Well, you forgot, you got ten things to do. Mm -hmm. So you just put dinner back to six, seven o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. And been been there. I've, I've gone to a relative's house. Dinner was supposed to be there at four. It was supposed to be ready at four. I think we ate around nine thirty. I was not happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, "Is there a Popeyes around here somewhere?" Oh yeah. Um, now, what what about what about sweet potatoes? Okay, uh, so sweet potatoes. So everybody gets a little scared about cutting that sweet potato because you know they will turn on you. Yeah. Well. What, what information I can tell you is go ahead, slice, peel them potato, peel those potatoes, slice them down, sit them in a bucket of water. Hmm. They'll, okay. they'll make it till tomorrow. You don't have to fire those sweet potatoes tonight because you just took a two day, you just took a day off your leftovers. Mm. If you cook them tonight, you only got two days of good food. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, again, the, the, the prep before. Because again, most people are so. That means I know some folks are doing some stuff today. I told, talked to my sister uh, earlier today, and, I, and my mother was there, and I said, "What are you all doing?" She said, "Mom is snapping peas, okay, or string beans, mm-hmm. okay." So I oh, guess yeah. you know the, the the major thing is is prep. But is there something that mm-hmm. needs to definitely, other than the turkey, certainly that needs to definitely be done the day of, and would not be better off being done the day before. Um, something that's best done the day of and mm-hmm. not the day before. Yes. I, I would say stuffing because I don't think I've seen families eat stuffing for five days after after Thanksgiving. We know that fifth day questionable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Two zero two three one nine seven eight one zero two zero two three one nine seven eight one zero. This is. Uh, our Thanksgiving Eve program, and we are talking about uh, food, family, and fun, how to make sure that Thanksgiving uh, goes off uh, without a hitch. We are going to get back to some of the food things, too, but I I need to bring Tanisha in here because already Tanisha obviously has uh, family problems. She has (laughs) problems with the food. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, Tanisha, we we're just gonna we're just gonna pray over your family right now. <laughs> so, um, how do you plan a a Thanksgiving event? I mean, you know, I know some families like to glam it up. 
I don't know those people. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's you know for us it it, it was y'all come on Chinette but you know there there was no um, fresh sage and strawberries and tomatoes around the turkey. Right. You know, it was we we just put the bird on the plate. You know because nobody you know, it's pretty but it better taste good. Right. So but but for planning um, a Thanksgiving event. For, for a family, let us say that there's twenty people coming into to your to the Tanisha Watson estate. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you say? Well, first, you know, we're gonna start with us women. We're worried about we're setting you making the houses. Make sure the house is all together. Is the house you know clean? What are we gonna do? We need, all those things have to happen, and that is part of the planning because if you're working. You're, you know, a mom and all the families coming. You still have to think about all those things. Those are still details that matter. I mean, it's not just the food, but it's the preparation. But we find that today some people are doing different things. Some people are renting out Airbnbs and they're having their Thanksgiving dinners there. Yeah. So you can it's not all about just having it at your house, but picking like maybe one of those types of venues to have your Thanksgiving dinner just to do something maybe a little different. But Still and yet, planning is key because we have to make sure that and who's going to stay over, you know, who's coming Mm. in advance, who's staying over, who's, you know, not going to spend the night. So all those things um, matter. And then, of course, one of my faves is the decor, (laughs) florals. All of that has to be thought about because you need to think about what florals and your decor and what are you going to use? That has to be, you know, if you're going to get your flowers, how how soon in advance would you get your florals? Would they, you know, last? So all of that has to come into play. So if you're going to do the spread and the pretty, I'm part of an industry that we love the pretty. So um, we're definitely going to have, um, we will set a table, maybe not to fit everybody, depending on how your flow is going to go. And then, Definitely football and <laughs> the games. You know, is is the TV going? Can we hear the TV while we're, you know, everything is going on? Are the, are the guys good? The man cave, is that all going on? You want to set them up in their own way. They're not worried about florals. I'll give them some anyway, but they're not mm-hmm. going to be worried about it. But um, have it, making sure that you do all that and the hospitality piece. Because for me, I believe in hospitality. When people are coming over, serving, 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 and serving them well, being a very hospitable host, which doesn't have to be all those things, but the the heart of it and then having people in your home, the heart of the home or the place where you're going to be making that home and bringing that warmth into that spot. And I think that when you start with the planning, it helps to release some of that. We're checklist people, of course, and our timelines. So it does help us to manage. And that's what will help with that mental piece that Bashe was talking about. And that's what helps us stay all together with the timelines. Yeah, there may be a little something going on. Somebody's going to be late, which we already know who they are. So mm-hmm. you don't even <laughs> let that, that stress you because you know who that is. So you just make sure that you're definitely in that heart to, to be hospitable and to serve and the host. Do you do a kid's table? Yes. How, what what's the cutoff for the kids' table? Because I mean, and is there like a range? Because if they're too small, and then you have the thirteen year old, you don't want the thirteen year old at the kids' table, mm-hmm. do you? What is it? Twelve? Is it eleven? I think 
after maybe nine or ten, they kind of don't want to be at the. But you know that the youth, you know how they do. Your son, you, they're going to go downstairs to the basement mm-hmm. and do what they do. They're getting away from all of us. They're not trying to do the hangout when they're in that sort of. But in between the the little ones and the adults. So, but I do think having a kid space shows them that they're important, mm-hmm. and it shows them that they. Because I remember we always had a kid's table when I was little, so it was a big deal to us. We thought we were doing something with our little table. My mama put us right there, and we were like, "Ooh!" So I always, it, we felt like that was our space. So I think it's important when you're hosting again. The kids' table makes them feel like they have their space, and that's still part of being hospitable, and still part of bringing in all the thanks into Thanksgiving and not forgetting that part, the thanks in Thanksgiving. Don't forget that we are coming together to be grateful. We, we you know, we're here. We're, 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 we're just grateful. And so I think if we stay in that mindset of gratefulness, whether it's the planner, whether it's, you know, in, in that space, whether it's the cook, the, you know, the chef, if we stay in that space of we're coming together to give thanks I think it'll help us all and just remain in a in a place of peace and gathering. Yeah, because we, we don't love. we don't want any food fights. Uh, <laughs> that we definitely do not. We do not want that family food and fun. How to prepare for holiday gatherings? 202-319-7810. 202-319-7810. Let's talk to Mr. Carter, calling from Baltimore. Mr. Carter, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Mr. Carter, are you there? He's probably eating already. Let's go to Tony calling from Waldorf. Tony, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hi, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Go right ahead. So um, we were calling. Well, I have my grandbaby with me right now. And we were calling just to um, talk about the Thanksgiving holiday. My family's doing something a little different tonight. Um, We decided to have a sleepover. So... We're going to have a sleepover and cook and play some games and just have some fun and enjoy each other. So we're doing something a little different. Um, and be- before before I left home to be on my way to my sister's house, I did all of my cooking for my house tomorrow. So where it, where is this going to be? At your house or your sister's house? So um, the sleepover is going to be at my sister's house. So we're going to have dinner there tomorrow earlier during the day. And then I cook dinner from my house, and we're going to be watching the game and kind of just relaxing and chilling out during the later part of the day. But um, tonight is family time. We're, we're about to have some fun. Okay. Well, Tony, thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate it. No, no, no drama at Tony's house, I would imagine. <laughs> no drama, but my grandbaby wanted to say something really quick. Go ahead. Say something. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right, grandbaby. Uh, ha- happy Thanksgiving to to the both of you. Uh, 202-319-7810. 202-319-7810. Uh, you know, Chef Green, you did say something that struck me when you were talking about about the stuffing and how sometimes folks are eating that stuffing when it is well past its prime what 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 is the what's the lifespan of uh of stuffing or dressing or whichever one you want to call it whether it's bread or cornbread stuffing after thanksgiving day 
you got two to three days. Mm-hmm. So you get Thanksgiving the day after. One more day, you pushing it with the second. When you go into four and five days, you're looking at a possible foodborne illness. Mm. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. No, definitely, no one wants wants any of that. I need to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation about food, family, and fun on Thanksgiving. How to make sure that it is successful. Stay with us. The Daily Drum will continue on Sirius XM Channel 141. I'm Harold Fisher. John Mons is next with the original Quiet Storm. That's on WHUR. We continue this conversation on Sirius XM Channel 141 and WHUT-TV. We'll be back in a bit.